You are now listening to Useless Wooden Noise. All things Irish skateboarding with Ryan and Tony. Uh, hello, I welcome back. Useless Wooden Noise. Hello. Tony and Ryan here chatting about skating. Episode 16. Um, we've got a good show ahead of us, I think. Yeah, we do, ho- as always. I hope. Yeah, yeah. Last one, last one went out quite a while back. Feels even longer because we had we spent a couple of weeks piecing together those extra interviews that went on at the start of it. So it feels like I haven't sat here chatting to you for it's been ages, you know. So uh, and loads of stuff's been happening. So yeah, we're gonna try and break down as much as we can and and. Um, Hopefully it's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, we're in summer is here, folks. Let's get this shit going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. The, the, the sun is shining. The next few, the next week or so is meant to be fucking warm as shit. There's a skate comp going on or a skate jam going on today. Uh, the Northside Skate Folk Queer Skate Jam at Custom House Square. So things are popping off for the summer skating as we speak yeah what, what, what have you been at have you been skateboarding in the last week or two have i been sk- yeah <laughs> i have i've been trying to i mean i got i got a really good spell of like skating nearly every day and then just work hit and the last week or so i've only been out a couple of times but yeah it's great you can you can go out in the evening now and get a rip and and um get a few hours in so it's good yeah, it does. It does feel good. I've skated by myself the last couple of days here, yesterday and today. So I put I put in hours trying singular tricks for way too long on the old grind box. Just right. Better than not skating, you know. Sometimes it's nice to go on your own. Obviously, there's a bit of banter missing. Yeah. You know, you you don't get anyone telling you to go fuck yourself or anything <laughs> yeah. like that. So. I've been trying to teach myself transition still i'm still at that oh shit. going up to the cumber mini ramp solo styly trying to teach myself a few things um and that brings us quite nicely into talking about ourselves to start off the show because i've been skating uh, ali's blue mini ramp he's got the micro mini yeah he's got it set up in a shed so trying to learn little tricks on that and then take it to the that cumber ramp which is a bit bigger but yeah ali ali we mentioned in the last episode is responsible for helping us build uh our forum yeah thanks ali. Uh, which which yeah ali yep yeah, thank you uh which is now we've launched it and it's up there and um i think i don't think i'd yeah i would i think it's safe to say that it's it's a bit tumbleweedy over there at the minute so. yeah so, uh, so basically <laughs> um, at the moment it's uh tony and i sharing fucking instagram links and youtube links <laughs> where yeah, we could be sending yeah. them in dm but you know we, we we'll let it let it sizzle for a while you know we let it bed in see how it goes and hopefully a few people will cop on yeah i think if yeah. if tony and i keep talking amongst ourselves eventually someone else is going to jump in yeah we got like i mean there's been a bit of chat you know and and we've we got when we, we launched it there was a good few signups which is great to see but i think it's just it's one of those things people aren't used to using it yeah and um, but but my hope is that people find a reason you know to use it you know i don't know whether they want to organize stuff or have a chat amongst themselves that's a little bit more public than say a you know a, a group text or a, a private message sort of thing you know so we'll see what happens i mean it's there guys and you know 
go and have a look if you haven't already. It's uselesswithnoise.com. Um, and yeah, Ali's done a great job on it. And um, I'm stoked it's up there. I'm trying to get myself into the habit of using it more same, as well. Same. You know? um, but even just like, you know, the clips that you posted, I actually... I totally missed them, so like you know, it was kind of good that way, seeing stuff you know stuff I'd missed yeah. and shit. So it's kind of good like that. And I, I'd spoke to you about I love the idea of maybe trying. I've got some ideas that I want to try and and throw up on it and see see how they how they land. But I like the idea of maybe doing like a park directory, like an Irish park directory where you know if you've got a park near you, I'll try and put up a couple in the coming weeks of parks my local parks you know but the idea would be that we could have a whole thread that's just parks so yeah. like say you know like if we're going down down south to skate like i don't know like Balbriggan, say or whatever like just to know like it's good to know things like if a bit of information like yeah there's a car park right at it yeah your the euro spars down the street you know things like that are really handy yeah. for piecing together a wee mission so yeah it's early days for the forum but yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a slow burner, I think. But, you know, you and I keep messaging back and forth. Eventually, there'll be other people jump in there. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got a, have we got another little bit of news, our own news? Yeah, yeah, with the pins. So, we totaled up all the cash. We sort of talked about it on the last one, saying, you know, where it was time to uh, get it together. So, we raised a grand total of £354.32. Wow! And we donated that to the Larder Food Bank. So Tony and I would like to thank all of our dear listeners who bought a useless wooden noise pin. So you've, as well as getting some sick merch, you've donated the charity too. So we'd just like to thank you and shout out. Hopefully there'll be another such thing again in the future if we can... Get our heads together and try and think of some more merch. There's been a there's been a few chats. There's a few things there that can definitely be done, like you know. But yeah, t- Tony's non-stop coming up with ideas. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, thanks so much, guys, for the support and that. Like, it's yeah, it was really cool. Right, a big stack of news to get through here at the minute. There's all sorts of things happening, which is and like all pretty all pretty good as well. You know, a fair bit of park news here and couple of other little bits and pieces but um yeah so yeah we start off at the top with a bit of sort of international news i suppose um jamie griffin got announced for ballad the barracks yeah which is just the crazy like to even say that is uh it's pretty mad so congrats to him i yeah i'm looking forward to seeing that yeah i know i think everyone from here is like all right this dude's been skating in his garage and now it's paid off <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's fucking yeah. jumping in the barracks. I'm really fucking looking forward to seeing it because the barracks hasn't got much for me, to be honest. But if it's associated with someone from Ireland, then I can, you know, I can, I can get in on it. Like I can, and get hyped. So is there a bracket? Yeah, his bracket's been announced. Who is it? He's up against right there. There's random pictures Sorry. up on here, but I don't see a picture Ar- of him. Oh, it's Aaron Cairo, isn't it? Is it? Bollocks. I think it is. I think it is. I was way too excited sounding there. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Oh, no, this isn't it. It is. It's Jamie Griffin versus... Hold on. Hold on. Class. It is. Yeah, so... Yeah. That's pretty mad. I said it way too out there. Yeah. Come on, Yeah, he's been... He's up... Yeah, he's up against... He's up against uh, Aaron Cairo, so... Yeah. I. He's the Braille guy, isn't he? 
I, 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 he's a he's a big deal. Like he's he's the fucking king of fucking money tricks. That guy, Adam Cairo. Is he? Yeah, yeah. He's I thought he was this like the guy who does like YouTube stuff. He, he did, but I sort of followed him kind of before that. He was like, oh, fuck, like Logic or some shit like that. He was in. Oh really? Like something like that. One of those weird video. Uh, I don't know what it was called or nothing. I kind of fancy J- Jimmy's chances though to get right, okay. get him get you know kind of. Definitely beyond that first round, anyway. Yeah, so that would be good. It'll be cool. To, it'll be cool to see, and we'll be. We'll be so, what date? Do we know what the date? This is this is the most exciting thing that's ever happened. I don't know the date, but we'll keep everybody updated on it. And you know, we're all back in Jamie and hoping he does well. Yeah. You know, hopefully, hopefully, it'll open some doors for him over there too. You know, like, um, be a lot of eyes on him over there. Well, does it does it be on live? I don't think they put them up live because they're pre-recorded in front of like an audience. But they'll like they'll they'll probably like do the premiere or something maybe on YouTube. Yeah. Or so, I don't know. Oh, Who knows? Right, okay. How they'll do it, but they kind of drag it out a little bit now in yeah, more recent yeah. tournaments where they have like pre-videos and post-match videos, and it's like, come on, just give me the game of skate. Yeah, I know it's. That's the same with anything on the internet these days. Some fucking broadcast has to give a rundown on what they've been doing. <laughs> all the content, eh? And then Burks like us talk about all the content. <laughs> <laughs> Burks. Right, so other news. Uh, loads of park, loads of park yeah. shit to get through. So let's get let's get cracking on that. So the park and dairy, we did talk about it on the last uh, on the last episode, saying that you know it was on, it was gonna open. They were just waiting on the nod from the COVID place. So they've now had that up, that nod. The place is open. Tony knows all the the info. Yeah, I was having a little nosy at it, and um, yeah, Derry City Skate Park is open, and um, you can book a session there. I think they're doing three hour three hour sessions at like seven quid at the minute, which I think is really good, really yeah, yeah. really good value for money. Um, they've also got it seems like they've got a bit of an extension to the place as well so it's not the original sort of format so um yeah you can book if you check out their instagram dairy city skate park um there's a link to booksy so you can book your slot to go skate via that app and um yeah go get your your hams hope to get a run up there soon like i see i'm seeing the clips and stuff it looks like good fun yeah so go away Galway City, they've got they've had this little plastic skate park in the centre of town. It's been falling to fucking bits. The locals have been uh, campaigning to try and get some new sort of facilities built. Uh, the local council have got their heads together and built an exact copy of what was there before, only in concrete. What do we think about this, Tony? I mean, it's as to say, it's better than nothing, but fuck me. Yeah, it seems like a little bit of a, a cop-out. Um, to say the least, they've they've not really, uh, by the looks of it, you know, they they're very they were aware that the skaters wanted that. Um, so they've obviously had communication with the skateboarders and, you know, Galway Skateboarder Association, but definitely haven't consulted them on this because they would not have in, under any circumstances asked for that. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know, so it's a bit of it's a bit it's a bit disheartening. You know, they've obviously just gone. The, the easiest route possible yeah, so it's a bit disappointing to see i don't even know why you know obviously we try to keep it positive on the podcast but 
it's I don't know. I, I just thought it was something worth mentioning because it's it is a shame. Um, and like I'd hope to maybe get a little, a little bit more updates from the guys down there as that sort of progresses and see what they're saying and what the sort of maybe they're they're going to be giving feedback to the council on it. You know, like no doubt. And um, yeah, it's just it's not it's not a great situation. Yeah. Like I, I, Tony and I have been messaging back and forward about it, and like how many. Skate parks are in Dublin, maybe like ten. Mm. How many are in Gal- are in Limerick? There's you know three or four. Cork have a few. Waterford have a few, and then in Galway, you know, one of the bigger, uh, busy kind of City. cities. It's got a good scene, not necessarily with skating, but like all around that air square and stuff. You know, a, a skate park would be fucking brilliant there, like a proper skate park, not like this flat bank driveway quarter pipe kind of deal that they've, yeah. got, that they've got going on at the moment yeah it, it reminded me actually a little bit just looking at that park now i don't know how much like real estate they actually have there but do you know the letter kenny park like there was the prefab and then they actually added a concrete yes. bit and like i think they did okay there with what you know but this has just gone tits up like yeah it's not it's not ideal frustrating to see happen isn't it like yeah, so I reckon I'd love to I'd love to chat to some of the Galway guys. So if you just want to reach out and even you know come on and have a chat and see maybe give us the lowdown on it, we'd love to hear a bit more. Yeah, uh, other parks, Port Rush, they they get in a park. Um, we think so. <laughs> we don't know too much about it. Where did we hear? Where do we hear this news from about Port Rush? I know they they had the jam not too long ago. Um, to raise sort of awareness that there was a need for for the park. Randomly, I bumped into Johnny Mulgrew yesterday, and he had his his two daughters were with him, and they said they were at the consultation for the park, and you know they were they said it's going ahead. So I've had it on good authority from a couple of twelve year olds that there's going to be a skate park in the <laughs> north coast at some point. <laughs> All right, well that's that. Yeah, let's you know on their authority be it. Another park one to sort of wrap this section up. Dundalk. Tell me about Dundalk. Yeah, there was a recently. There's a a video going about Instagram for petitioning. Yes, there's I a, saw there's, it. there's a, yeah a video and a petition really to help get Dundalk uh, a new skate park. Now they they've got quite a thriving scene at the minute. Um, they actually do have a skate park, but from from what I hear, I was talking to one of the locals um not too long ago, and he was saying that that park isn't really i mean the video kind of tells it all yeah. it says you know the it's obstacles aren't really suitable for 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 all abilities and um i didn't know that was there just, to be honest yeah me neither well i don't think the the locals actually use it because of where it is and it doesn't really attract skaters it just attracts people hanging out mm-hmm. so um and they have their town square spot that they seem to be skating a bit more anyway yeah. um, with all the ledges and stuff so yeah basically there's um a video online um narrated by evelyn um and um they're they're petitioning for this park so they need they need some more signatures to get it over the mark to get it kind of a little bit more uh, media attention and stuff so if you could just sign that petition i think it would do them a real a real um favor you know so um yeah the links uh, the link to that will be in our show notes like but um we'll probably share the petition as well on, on instagram and stuff so shout out to evelyn and everybody that was involved in um in making that video yeah i watched that the other day myself so it was good 
good vibes. Yeah. They, yeah. You know, they seem like they've got their head screwed on and if they keep it's probably a, an uphill struggle, but if they keep at it, like eventually the console might try and help them out a little. Yeah, last last little bit of news here, just kinda um very recently. There's been kind of a a, a new um, group popping up here in Belfast. Now it's very very early days, but um, it's worth mentioning, and you can go and, and check them out on Instagram and keep an eye on everything they're doing. Um, they're called Belfast Skate Collective. The group's it's been kind of headed up by Claire and um, Valente, um, sort of Bridges regulars, you know. So they and then the group. There's a lot of other members within that, but basically, um, it's kind of just a group that's on the on the ground of things if that makes sense you know within the scene and they're they're hoping to sort of work with youth groups and community organizations and kind of help sort of build the pro help build the profile of skateboarding you know within belfast and also sort of help with certain things within parks and stuff sort of tidying them up and yeah. and improve and improving it in, in every shape or form um so yeah it's really cool to see i think they'll be a good a good compliment to skateboard ni as well you know which we're gonna we're gonna jump into a, a discussion with puppy here um from skateboard ni later on so um it's interesting that that's popped up just kind of around the same time Give them a give them a follow on Instagram and um and keep an eye out for events and stuff that they're doing. I think the first couple of things they're going to be doing is organizing some sort of um letter picking in 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 the in bridges and and maybe some other spots. So I think, yeah, I think they're it's good to see. I messaged them today about letter picking and they said they were going to try and organize something for the tenth of July. So if you're in the Belfast area and you want to do something good for the the skate park and the kind of community. You know, watch on their Instagram and go down and help them out when they're lifting the rubbish from around the park. Yeah, man, for sure. I think it's a you know it's it's great that this is this has popped up. We're at a really interesting sort of crossroads. I think even globally with being skateboarders, you know, in twelve months' time, it's going to be really interesting to see what the sort of profile of skateboarding is worldwide after being in the Olympics. And um, I think if you've got any sort of groups. Um, that are, you know, positioned within different skate scenes. It's really important that it's actual skateboarders, and these guys are they're skaters that are out there every day skating. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm really stoked to see it. Like so, um, yeah, big up then, guys. Yeah, yeah, shout out to all them boys and girls. Yeah, Belfast Skate Collective. Yeah, so that's the the end of our our news section there so before we jump into some media stuff we've got uh, the first uh, first skater here in our useless wooden questions this month yeah so we've got uh, our boy Flanders who goes by the name of Ian Grant so Waterford legend been skating years so take us away useless wooden questions what is your name and where are you from my name is Ian Grant, aka Flanders, all the way down in the sunny southeast, Waterford City. What's your go-to spot? Uh, go-to spot would have been a little place called Bishop's Palace, a little flat ground area where myself and Neil Sheen is go down and rattle through our tricks, start with ollieing upwards, but now it's full of picnic benches for a cafe. But uh, probably go down to Waterford City Skate Park down the People's Park and just roll around there for a while now. What is your go-to trick? 
go to trick or tricks no fibs um you want something impressive that's going to be really really easy for so probably back tails and full cabs because they just look cool <laughs> who is your favorite current irish skateboarder and why 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 favorite current irish skater uh i'd say zach murphy from gory he comes down to our park a good bit um watch him skate and transition he's like a little little michael flatley on the cope and very stylish and good to watch who is your favorite all-time irish skateboarder favorite all-time irish skater uh he'd absolutely hate me for saying this but uh John O'Hurrigan down here in Warford. If anyone has ever seen him skating, you'll know what I'm on about. Absolute ripper. Says nothing and just destroys spots. So getting to see him on a regular basis skating, you kind of sit back and appreciate how good he actually is. What is your current setup? <laughs> current setup and feel free to nerd out. But I'm definitely not a nerd when it comes to skateboarding so much that I had to go out to the car and actually check what was on the board. But, um, so I have a Cloud 8.25 board. Uh, I'm not cool enough like the kids to go around on those big kitchen table size skateboards. My feet are too small. Uh, I've got a pair of Indies 139s, uh, which I think I have forever, but they're lasting the distance. Um, built to grind, as they say. And what else? A Spitfire 55 mils um, and a pair of Bronson Bairns, set of Bronson Bairns that, again, are going donkey's ears and there's absolutely nothing wrong with them. So, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Tell us about your first setup. First ever setup was when I went into secondary school. A guy skated and I thought it was fucking so cool so he sold me i definitely got ripped off he sold me like a a real team board um shite trucks shite wheels shite bairns i think he charged me like 40 or 50 quid for it but it did me for a little while and then randomly i was on a family holiday in killarney and bumped into a very very young kieran hughes who had a border co deck from his days of ramp and rail session and we became friends from then and he gave me the deck when I was going back home to Watford so that was a bit of a mad one. What's your favourite thing about Irish skating? The best thing about the Irish skate scene? Um, I think the size of it is it's quite small. There's actually more and more skaters everywhere you go. There's more and more people uh, skating now but I think that there's not much cockiness in the Irish skate scene um, not in our scene down here anyway. Everyone just likes to skate and everyone's pretty supportive of like, don't matter your abilities and stuff like that. So, and everyone knows everyone. So it's always really tight. So you always kind of get a nod or whatever when you walk in somewhere. So yeah, it's pretty cool that way. Useless Wooden Noise thanks you for your answers. Any final shout outs or messages to the Irish skateboard masses? I'd say shout out to everyone that bought boards from Cloud Skateboards over the last few years. And especially recently, we did um, we did a run of some certain amount of boards for towards a homeless charity, which sold out disgracefully quick. <laughs> I think we ordered thirty or forty boards, and they sold by the next morning. They were gone, so we went off and got a further sixty boards within three days. They were gone. So shout out to everyone that bought a board, 
uh, thank you so much. And hopefully there's a world board shortage at the moment. There'll be more boards and stuff coming in. So please God, more in the pipeline. Useless wooden questions. Yo, cheers to Ian for that. Flanders. Yeah. Cheers, Flanders. Thank you. Uh, I like that bit about Kieran Hughes hooking him up there. Kieran, ever the gentleman Hughes. Never mentioned the trucks. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Flanders uh, got confused with the truck size. He skates one four nine. <laughs> Cheers, boy. Gonna chat about some media stuff now. Media things. Things been happening. Just bit of photos, interviews, videos. So few bits and pieces to get through here so yeah stoked yeah right at the top here gobble magazine um recently posted up that they'd been working well philly from goblin mag had been um conducting interviews for totally dublin mag which is like i think it's a free magazine down in dublin so unfortunately i haven't seen or read the interviews but but it's it's sick that they they um they got to do that and showcase a lot of skaters and spots down there and talk about the scene. Yeah, Philly's always doing a lot down there, you know, pushing the scene in, in Dublin with the Goblin stuff. So Yeah, I think Totally Dublin is a fairly big, wide, like a kind of wide-reaching, like, free mag down there from what I can remember. But, um, yeah, I would love to actually read that. So if anybody wants to hook me up with a copy, <laughs> please do. Or just send me a photo or something. Yeah great yeah good to see bring on the next goblin mag yeah i can't wait either yeah so another another little goblin note they've um teamed up with um with killing time Killing time. yeah and produced and they, there's yeah the the killing time they've released the killing time goblin mag collab shirt so there's um long sleeve and short sleeve there Big shout out to Brass Neck Press and Aid Zogram for bringing our ideas to life and with his banging artwork. So I think Aidan Moore, he's a graphic designer, has had something to do with it. Don't know too much about it, but you know there's a, there's tees, long sleeves there, and they're looking pretty hot. Yeah, the graphics are sick. I like the color. The colorways are good too. Now they were doing a pre-order for these, so I don't know if you've snoozed and loosed. Yeah, but they're they're dope and they're worth them. Um, shouting out here. Rad, good work. Yeah, always good work from those guys. Killing time and Goblin. More media-related stuff. Uh, stay going. They had a edit out on IGTV. A uh, lot of feel-good kind of shit. The boys, like, smashing themselves into the ground, slamming hard, getting tricks, having a good time. The, the soundtrack was really good as well. Good vibes. A lot of, ta- a lot of talented skateboarders in Dublin. There are, aren't there? Did you see? Did you see our boy D Collins on the cover of Skateboard Companion? I did see D Collins on the cover of Skateboard <laughs> Companion. There, not bad. Yeah, I'm holding it right here. It was slightly unexpected. By now, everybody's seen it, but you know. Oh yeah, this is old news. We, we have to give we, we, just, we have to give yeah. it a mention, don't we? Yeah, I mean, it's like in skateboarding. I don't know. In my skateboarding head, anyway mag cover like that's like you know do you know like in story mode in like video games like when you get the cover like <laughs> that's that's a big achievement yeah. you know what i mean so we gotta shout that shit out yeah. um yeah so hype for d cover looks great yeah, it does. And yeah issue number two as well so you know like that's an early early issues as well are really special so yeah. uh i'm really stoked for him yeah yeah and no doubt no doubt he'll be featured 
in that magazine again and, and many others so shout out to D shout out to Skateboarders yeah, Companion yeah Skateboarders Companion um, while you're f- flicking through there I think there's a picture of uh, wireless skateboards on Jerry Keane doing a backsmith on a ledge there people that one up there good times there's a shot of Minty as well Ollie Defe- he's doing an Ollie Defakey on um, on the bridge that, big old br- that bridge down there the Samuel Beckett bridge oh. the big like harp looking one so yeah it's a really cool shot yeah. shot by Leo Sharp I think the cover was shot by Leo as well yeah I think so good work <laughs> yeah we're hyped hype 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 another another sort of not not quite a magazine but a newspaper 20th of May um, there was a feature in Belfast's main newspaper the Belfast Telegraph uh, about uh, female skateboarders uh, in our city and it featured three female skaters Grace uh, Katie and Olivia yeah the the interview was by Amy Cochran they kind of talk about uh, just female skating in the Belfast scene um, how they got into it how they feel about skateboarding they touch on north side skate and um, skateboards and it's just yeah it's it was great to see it's double page spread as well so um, this ain't no little sort of like classified section this is like yeah big photos so yeah Dale shot a couple of the photos as well so shout out to Dale always always killing it yeah and it, it was just great to see I'm sure the girls were stoked on that and um, hopefully it just encourages maybe some other younger female skaters yeah. to keep at it or get into it or whatever. So, yeah, shout out to them, guys. Oh. There was a, a, a lengthy piece on posted on Instagram recently. It was made by Shane Serrano. Um, I actually don't know if he's he's a skater or not. but um, Shane Serrano's been about for a good load of years, OG skater from Limerick. He was about back in the day when the... My bad. When the uh, BDS videos and shit like that were being made. So Shane Serrano's been about for a while. Uh, he's kind of made a documentary type... Yeah, yeah, that's my bad. I, I Because of the way this was produced, I kind of was like, I don't know if this is somebody who's... Um, in the scene or not but uh, you know because it's it's produ- it's definitely like it's talking about it feels like an outsider's perspective on the scene because they're interviewing skaters about it mm-hmm. but um yeah that's my bad but uh yeah chains made this kind of long piece about sort of hit skating in limerick and these featured loads of the guys down there talking about their their skate park and also their diy spots and um yeah it's it was sick like you know the all the slow mo footage looked really good. Like, yeah, it's a, it seemed to go. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a real good insight into what's going on in Limerick. I get, like at the at the first at whenever I first put it on, I was like, oh, what's gonna go on here? But then as it progressed a bit, you got into it and stuff, and you're like, yeah, you know, you you kind of like on a little journey of skateboarding around, like, you know, the skate park in Limerick. Then to the DIY, then out into the street. Yeah, they featured loads of loads of skaters down there as well. So you had like uh, Sean Freeney, Lena, Patrick Malloy, Danny Short, Kian Eads. I think Ross Doyle's in. I think in, so. Yeah, yeah, maybe. The, maybe those guys were up skating. Um, I think I was in the DIY section, but yeah, it was just beautifully made. Yeah. Like that's kind of. I think that's why I thought it wasn't a skater that had made it because it's so it's so good, you yeah. know. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, my bad for not knowing Shane was an OGA like. Um, but uh, yeah, so I was actually looking that up. That was part of the La- Lasta Festival, L A S T A. Yeah. 
I have no clue what that is. Me um, going to be honest, but I looked it up anyway. And um, and I actually came across another skateboarding-related piece that was part of that festival. Um, and they actually... he Shane had made another another short documentary. Now, it's shorter than the, um, than the Limerick one. It's maybe only about, I think, 10 minutes or something. The Limerick one's about 20 minutes. But I'd, I'd urge you to watch both of them. Um, but yeah, the, the Derry one, now, it, I hadn't seen it on on IG at all like that's where we're finding most of this stuff but uh yeah I'm really glad I stumbled upon it there was an interview with an interview with both Joe Hill and John Fleming about the sort of scene and the the state of things um amongst skateboard community in Derry and kind of what's going on up there so how and they how they got into skateboarding their history within skateboarding some really fucking cool archive footage in there as well worth a watch yeah. like you've got some street footage there's that bull whose bull is that that's up there it's got the like the backyard bull the, the, yeah the Fleming skating it's awesome yeah that bull Aid Newton I think you call the guy or something yeah but uh yeah some great footage in it as well so yeah that one's on Vimeo and it's called Northwest Slantia Skate Documentary so yeah check it out we'll try we'll post a link to it and it'll, it'll be in our notes as well but yeah shout out shout out to Shane for both of those pieces they're really really good what about this saw blades video did you see it yeah <laughs> well I did you see it I tried were you to, in it I tried the feature in it but it didn't come through unfortunately I couldn't yeah me, ne- me neither I couldn't get the hallowed chainsaw or sorry yeah. saw blade <laughs> Yeah, Jay Dords. I don't know if we mentioned it in the last episode, but Jay put out a call to all skateboarders, all the skateboarders in Ireland, to send them clips of them doing three sixty flips. Because I think he maybe just, I don't know, maybe he needed, he felt he needed a little bit of encouragement in in landing them himself. Because like me, I like, I just find find them just the hardest fucking trick to do, and I, Jay shares that. So he he put out a call get everybody to send him saw blades and he put together an edit with some class sort of clips from movies and stuff and yeah it, it was just great a really good feel good edit lots of good tray flips in there yeah Next. shout out to everybody who got involved maybe saw blades too we might feature yeah i mean i sent one in but he just didn't use it <laughs> what honestly yeah 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 <laughs> maybe you, yeah. you didn't made the cut i think um so myself and neil dornan were were out skating and um both of us filmed one each did he think it was the same person i don't know i don't know but neil's was he used neil's three times if you watch it like he repeats it three times so like i don't know maybe jay thinks i'm neil but um i'm okay with that because neil has a really good trifle one of the best triflips um shout out friday night neil f double n yeah uh yeah so i i would love to see i'd love to see jay do like maybe a different trick with that or something i think i think there's one in the works oh is there there's another one say say no more say no more nose grabs i don't i don't want to blow i don't want to blow the the trumpet on that one is it is it a trick that you've got (laughs) maybe (laughs) (laughs) make it a bit easier yeah Yes, yeah, so the last little piece of, of video crack here. Uh, there's a new video coming out of Belfast fairly soon. I hope we got we got a teaser clip posted online. Do we? Um, and it, 
Yeah, there was, well, yeah, there was a trailer on Instagram. Was there? Mm-hmm. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, so there was a trailer on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guys at Solo are in the process of putting out a, a promo clip, or as they call it on Instagram, a half-length. Have you ever heard of anybody call it a half-length video? No, I've never heard anyone call it a half-length. So there's a half-length coming? There's a half-length in the works. All of Belfast's finest. Yeah, so the solo team consists of Dee Collins, Jared Kane, Mikey Gordon and James Ferris. The pieces are being put together by Pete Adams, so um, it's in good hands. And um, yeah, really looking forward to seeing it. So I reckon you're going to get that definitely Sometime at some point early, early, yeah, early summer. like So yeah, yeah peep your eye, keep your eyes peeped for the, the half length. Keep your eyes peeped for the half length. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's looking forward to it. But... Seriously though, yeah, we're hyped. We're hyped on anything yeah. local, so bring it on, boys. Maybe they should just call it half length. Yeah, <laughs> Tony's just named the video for you. Right now, we've got an interview for you. Is this this episode? Yeah. Uh, we reached out like we really should have done this episodes ago, but I don't think we thought it would last this long. Skateboard and I, both Hippie and I are both members of and have been for quite some time. But John Paul Matthew, aka Poppy. He steers the ship and he's captain of the ship over there, you know, and he's been doing a doing a great job for for many years. So yeah, yeah we got we got a chat with him there recently, and um, yeah, and I hope he's really enjoy it. You know, we chat about um, the sort of the history of skateboard NI and what they do, um, bit of skateboard GB chat, um, so a bit a bit a little bit of skate park banter, and um, we also touch on um, peanut butter, butter butter. So guys, yeah, enjoy. Boom. I'm known as skateboard and I, I think I came back from England from uni and it was I think it was kicking about was it just after unit 13 was that right uh, it was 2010 yeah oh. it's when uh, it started well, it actually started prior to that it was actually part of UKSA so United Kingdom Skateboard Association so I was a representative for UKSA for Northern Ireland and UKC had reps for each area. Then uh, that was before 2010. And then in 2010, UKC was shutting down basically, and everybody got devolved into their own areas. And then Skateboard and I spawned from that, and we were to look after grassroots level skateboarding for Northern Ireland. And then also there was Skateboard England, Skateboard Scotland. I think they were already. Skateboard Scotland was already underway at that point or before that, I can't remember. And then Skateboard Wales, which hasn't formed yet, but they're about to. So Skateboard Wales, uh, James from Skateboard uh, GB has uh, made some contacts down in Wales of a recommended group of guys and girls who are going to set up Skateboard Wales. And then they're going to get help from Skateboard England and Bit of guidance like this what you do this how you do it and set them up so that way we'll have all all the countries covered all, everybody covered because it's so funny like you know you go back to 2010 and the need the need for for something like skateboard and i and you know scott skateboard scotland etc like the need for it was kind of different than it is now it's funny the urgency that there is there for it you know now that there's a new path in skateboarding there's this the olympics is coming in like and that's something you ever want to talk about as well, you know, because it is whatever you, whatever way you feel about it. I think it's it's really interesting and it's like it's crazy. It's coming up like, you know, so yeah, 2010, I'm sure you were just like 
not really thinking about it that way. Like, and was it just you whenever you started? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. me, the, the rep. And then, so I had to get uh, stuff together, get the memorandum, the articles association, copy and paste is a wonderful thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but all uh, this, that's all that stuff, man, that I'm saying, you know, people think that Skibbert and I is just like the, the guys that do the Bridges Jam with their gazebo and the megaphone, you know, shout out beats, but there's way more to it than that. There is, there is in the background, but to be fair, that is the grassroots level that we need to be at still. Yeah. We need to be there. We need to be that front people. We need them to say, oh, skateboard, skateboard and I, skate, SBNI, that's the guys that run the jam. That's the guys, oh, uh, there's a problem at the park. Could we speak to the SBNI guys? Oh, the lights are not working. Speak to the SBNI guys. You know, the, my counselor said there's potential for a park in uh, my area. Do you want to speak to them or speak to the SBNI guys? That is the grassroots level we need to be at to influence and shape how money is spent in Northern Ireland from all sorts of governing bodies, uh, from councils, because so, it's going to be us always councils. So whenever, so whenever we eventually link up with the ones from the south, does that mean we'll have more influence? Like, do you think people will come to us? More because I feel like you know there's parts being chucked up in random little towns in Northern Ireland that no one's had any sort of chat mm -hmm. about, like the ones in Portofogie and Cumber and that. The the governing body status will help that a lot, and then once we have that status, uh, which we've been chasing for a while, and uh, we are edging closer and closer. It's one of those things that just that will get there, but uh, we're closer than what we've been before. And it needs to be in place now for the Olympics to to be part of SB and SBGB. We are the closest thing to a governing body in Northern Ireland, and that's why we have a representation here by yeah. Skate. Uh, you, you don't really know how it's going to pan out in the future, like do you really? Like uh, what we're going to be able to influence as Skate and I, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, ultimately. Uh, It'll be it'll be kind of limited. I'm looking. I'm thinking way in the future. It will be limited. We'll have a set list of things that we can do, and what we do at grassroots level, we keep skating on, uh, keep skateboarding interesting. We run jams. We give advice to councils. We try and raise, uh, do day trips, or uh, get con constitute smaller groups in areas so they could build parks. Uh, we give advice where needed, uh, all skating related stuff. You know, uh, it's it's what we are there to be. That's what we're there to do. We have a, a tool for those people who want to learn skating, know about skating. We have a tool for the councils. Oh, uh, we need some insider knowledge on skating in Northern Ireland, and then. Uh, they come to us and we, with our years of experience and the selected uh, members of our team, we have a wealth of knowledge and experience. So we could tap into that mm. and relay it back. And with our experience with other councils, our experience of building other parks, that all comes into play as well. And I think, you know, something really important to the Skateboard NI, um, and, you know, it mightn't be the case in maybe some other countries or regions, is that Skateboard NI, they are skateboarders. And they care about yeah. skateboarding, and I and you know, you know, hippies saying, "Where what's the pathway? What's the involvement in the future?" <laughs> and it's good, you know, that at least you know you've got you've got that base level. At least they're skaters who get it. You know what I mean? And I think that's really important, you know, and should be communicated to anybody who's listening to this. That skateboard and I, we're all fucking skaters, puppy, absolute ripper. Do you know what I mean? Like so, yeah, like that's yeah, it's good that it's in, it's in safe hands, you know. 
Well, uh, yeah, hopefully because it, it could be in it could be in the hand. It could be in this, you know these sort of bodies can end up in the hands of the wrong things, and it can go. Oh. Yeah, you well, know, we've we've been through that already with skateboard GB. <laughs> like it's scary, big how big skateboard GB is now already, and um, the work the guys are doing are phenomenal. Uh, like it's made up of skaters now because skate England is now melded with skate GB. So there was no point in having skateboard England and skateboard GB, and it was mostly the same people. A handful of other people were all in skate England, and then a handful in skate GB. But there was a crossover of people there. So what they decided to do is just look, let's put Skateboard England and GB together, create one body, and we'll be able to do less paperwork. Because they were duplicating paperwork most of the time, duplicating works, duplicating meetings, you know, all this sort of stuff. So it was easier, easier just to put it into one. So that has now got a bigger group of people now at Skate GB, and a lot of them are skaters from Skate England. And then now uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the people in Skate GB have run companies, They've had their own businesses for 10 years as managing directors, as accountants. Uh, we have pe- uh, people on the, the board who are ex-Olympic coaches. Well, one for, one for snowboard, and that was... Uh, and uh, one for... What was it? Was it tennis? She was, or was it hockey? It was tennis or hockey. It was one of them. Uh, and uh, so she's been through the whole Olympic process before in the past. So... There's a huge, um, I think we've got two accountants now, yeah, <laughs> I think. That's so important yeah. to have that, like, at a, at Olympic experience, I guess, you know, like, you know, just because it's new and it's this whole new thing that the that skateboarding has to develop, like, it's it's gnarly. Uh, see, when I sit there in the meetings now, so Skateboard and I, we're part of Skate TV and we have representatives and I go along and I sit and watch and listen and we make decisions on uh, how Skateboard GB uh, direction should go for certain decisions within internally, business-wise. Uh, so we vote on those things and try and shape what Skateboard GB is going to do. And we get all the, the paperwork beforehand. We read through it, see the clauses, see the changes. Uh, some of it could be as simple as moving uh, uh this person from one group to another, another team, and they're going to look after this area. Or we need uh, a particular a, a three volunteers to go and represent Skateboard GB at certain meetings uh, at Sport England. You know all this sort of stuff, and you just vote on those sort of things going through. I mean, <laughs> so like just to give someone an idea, maybe like you know, say Bridges for instance. So I would say probably. Without you, Bridges probably wouldn't even be there. So, you know, you had a big part in that. Like I had a part, yeah, but there was uh, Belfast Urban Sports. That's That was the team that pulled it through, Boss. So, uh, you were uh, part of that though, right? Yeah, yeah, I was a yeah. director. Yeah. Uh, so we had uh, myself, Liam, Matt, Minnie, Glenn, uh, uh, Rob, and Rob Loy. Uh, so yeah, those were the, the directors, but I found it was the same five that turned up most of the time to all the meetings and the number of meetings we went to. I've still got all the meeting minutes. I've still got all the emails saved. I still have it all going all the way back. Uh, emails between us and Alan Prentice with the first initial designs. I've still got all those in, first initial designs that the internal uh, architect uh, engineer from the council put together for us to have a look at and 
And we're like, all oh, right, that's potentially what it could look like and all this. And it's funny looking at what we had originally and what it is now. It's back. Yeah. And, and somebody's dad, I, saw, I think I've still got it, somebody's dad was done us up a, a mock artist's impression of what it would look like. And he'd done it on a, a huge sheet and laminated it for us so we could book it up and give people inspiration of what potential would look like. I think I've still got it. Uh, and uh, it was one of the skaters' dads has done it and brought, uh, brought up to T thirteen for us um, to unit thirteen. Yeah, yeah. With us. That's, that sounds like something our listeners might want to see. So, so you know the like the, so you obviously all these meetings. There's probably a lot of it that can be quite dry, but I guess like the design side of it is probably really exciting and really rewarding. Like when you're sitting there, it's better than a meeting about sort of I don't know. That's the this, juiciest part of the whole yeah. process. The design level. Before yeah. that, you're you're uh, you're sitting there in front of councillors and uh, council members, council staff, uh, people who are part of the whole process and the big the big wheel as a council, and you're standing in front of them doing a wee presentation saying, "This is what a skate park is. This is what it does. This is what it could be. This is the cross community reaching. This is the the athleticism that's required. This is the balance, control, self confidence." Everything that a child gets from skating, friends for life, community, uh, it's yeah. fantastic. They, yeah. they see the world through different eyes, different, uh, and all the positiveness that comes from skating, and you're selling it to them, and they're like, mm-hmm, this is great. And then that's that's a good start. When you make that first impression, you get a good feedback, that's fantastic. You love it. And you're like, yes. And the council comes up and goes, that was really interesting. I never knew that about this, and that's great. And and like, that's your inside man. You always need an inside man in the council somebody who's your champion, uh, if they're your champion, they'll speak on your behalf and they're the ones who will voice your opinion through them in the council meetings. They'll drive it forward. And if you've got one of those, most of the time, you know, you're as good, good as gold. That's yeah. So what other parks has, has Skateboard I been involved with then? We've, we've given uh, small advice here and there. Like, for instance, the Newton Arts Park, we were asked to go to the old Newton Arts Leisure Centre and look at the designs and... We went in and had a look at the designs and went, well, we change that, make that hip there and make it hips on both sides. So it's a mini ramp and hip and then change that to a wally rather than a round pipe, make it a nice wally pipe and put a rail here in yeah. the ground. You know that? Just little changes like that. And yeah. uh, they, they went with it most They went with most of it. I think they actually had uh, the same thing as at Carrick, you know, the, the wee cut out bit at the back of the quarter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that pointless. Yeah. The hub one of them and we're like, oh, no, get rid of that. Yeah. So uh, but we said just make it all one quarter, but the fair play to them, they made a little uh cradle out of it. Yeah, so, for sure. And then we're working on the bid project just now, which is uh V thirty six. This is one that everyone's been asking us about and we just like uh Pope says this. Now, now Pope's here, he can tell us what he says. <laughs> V36 is Valley 36 up in Newton Abbey, yeah. in uh, the Newton Abbey sports area. So in Newton Abbey, out the back, down by the 3G pitches, there's a big plot of land to the uh, the, the side of the pit football pitches, and that's exactly where it's going to be. Okay. Now, there was originally talk of it going to be further up at the top end. Um, if there was a water table issue, uh, if you dig down and the water, water table's too high, it's hard to do. But they've done all the tests, they've done the air pollution tests, the the council have done all that stuff already and uh, it's good to go and that's where it's going. And then we were going back with that maybe five years now, five or six years and uh, we originally were approached to 
give advice on a skate park for about 100k and because they were doing up uh, their Gilligan Park. I don't know if you've seen it. It's a big play park, Gilligan's Island, uh, Gilligan's Story, all this sort of stuff. And they were revamping everything and they had a bit of budget for a skate park. And so speaking with Steve Crawford from Freestyle at the, when he was there at the time, and he was the one that done, helped do bridges uh, with Freestyle uh, designs. So we went to him and said, look, could you show me some... 100k options here so um, he sent us some over and then we passed them on and uh, uh, then how to cook this we went up for a meeting at Newton Abbey and had a quick discussion and uh, I was like to be honest if you want to do this right 100k is not going to do it I mean you'll what these designs will suit you for 100k and they will fulfill a purpose for sure and it will be fun and people will use it it'll be great but really you, you want to be something bigger and if you've got budget for it Go for it, you know. Let's do it, do it bigger. And uh, so they said, oh, "Okay, we'll think about it." And to be fair, four years later, they came back and said, "Right, we've got budget and we've got a plan and we've got permission. Let's go for it." So that's when we stood up in the meeting and got the councillors and uh, spoke to those guys about the positivity and the benefits, and uh, they were all happy and they're definitely interested in doing it. And then it all moved forward to the point of uh, tender and uh, designs. And we went up and saw the designs and everybody, out of the three designs we saw, um, everybody went for that particular one that's going to be implemented. That's the design that everybody wanted. The other two were good, but when you look at all three, oh, that's good. I like that. Oh, yeah, I see the lines there. Oh, I see the ledges. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you see the one going, that's it. That's the one. That's the Goldilocks. Here we go. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, unanimous. Yeah. And it has nice little design features on it. As long as the, the I mean, I'm not saying 100%, this is going to be implemented. Sometimes during design, things change, budget changes, but it should be implemented. Uh, don't hold me to it. But uh, like the path, skating down the path, right? On the outside, there's benches for people to sit. But because they're, they're curved and uh, they'll be able, you can skate them as well. It's skatable architecture as well as functional architecture around the outside of the park as well as the inside. Um, I'm not sure if the, the trees were implemented in the plant pot style, but I'm not sure if the trees were just part of like a redesign feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that is intentionally they're going to put planters that have got wallable. Uh, you could wally up the planters and yeah, do trick yeah. plants as well. Was so, there I mean, a change then, to the bowl? Yeah, the bowl was open. So it was a nice big bowl complex and it's open, it flowed through into the middle of the park. And then it was decided that they've seen that before and people wanted a, a closed bowl. I prefer a closed bowl. I don't like bowls that are open. I'd say closed as well. Like. Yeah. So I like uh, a whole, but it's a whole complex bowl. Like it's, it's got the spine, it's got everything, two-tier level, this back, escalators, the whole lot, flat bank, pop out the quarter, huge flat bank, pop out the quarter. You know, it's, it's going to be phenomenal and it, if it's done well and it's built well and it should because we now know who's building it and it's starting this summer so first dig down will be all good i'm gonna to have to dig out that cheesy first dig photo uh, that i had before <laughs> yeah and uh, there and i've got i'm using the skateboard and ice uh, skateboard as a spade to dig the ground wait, 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 what? A newton abbey there was a all up there press a press shoot picture article thing they were doing for their local council newsletter 
I think it was a newsletter or the website, but yeah, everybody's in a row yeah. and the people have got the, the gold chains on the mayor and I'm shaking hands and I'm standing there with the skateboard ready to dig the ground, you know, full oh, of cheese tastic. So who is behind that one? Is it, is it to do with the leisure centre or is it uh, like a, just the council? Well, the council uh, own B36, I think, isn't it? Okay. Is that the Valley Leisure Centre? Sorry, because... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, with you now. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, like, basically, you have been involved in that one throughout the whole process then? Yeah, to, at, the, so, at the start, and then the designs and the consultation, and, uh, but and then it's gone quiet with yeah. uh, the original com- company folded who got the, the, the award and the tender. And so they needed to go back out to tender again. Then there was issues potentially with the budget and then it was all kind of hanging in the window a little bit. But then another project, is, unfortunately for them, has fallen through. But fortunately for us, it means the extra budget's there now, so our project could go ahead. Yeah. So. And then moving forward, you know, I guess, having been, you know, having had Skateboard NI being with them through that process, you know, they know who Skateboard NI is. And then moving forward, when the park opens, does that make you know jams easier and comps easier up there because they already know you? Yeah, it should. Well, in, in theory, uh, if they yeah. turn around and say no, I'd be pretty disappointed. Like, yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, I'm actually thinking uh, further down the line to the skateboard and I skateboard GB. The park is good enough for an Olympic qualifier. It will be. So it might not be in the immediate years, but further down the line, there's no reason why. B36 couldn't hold a point scoring, uh, Olympic point scoring competition for people to come and uh, skate in a comp. And we'll help, that'll be our role in that job is to run that competition and it'll be televised. And then there'll be points for people for coming skaters all around the world to come and skate. I mean, it's potentially there. Do they have one already in England or something that they do it in for? The current yeah, team or what? Yeah, the it's Greystones, I think it is it's called. It's funny that because there's a Greystones down yeah. there, but it's, it's the Greystones over there is the one that they tend to lean towards for the Olympics competition stuff. I, I saw some, I, I don't even know what the comp was. It was an outdoor thing in America, and Sky Brown was in it. Like, it was, she was ripping, fucking killing it, like all, all over the place. How would a young skateboarder approach trying to get themselves into the Olympics then, someone from, from here? Well, see, this is where they, they come to skateboard and say, here, how do you do this? Or they go to Skate GB, and on Skate GB, there'll be a guide, and there's uh, how to de- develop the skaters from the grassroots in your country to get them up to Olympic standard. And then the, the first thing is, Skateboard GB might be there financially to help them get to their first competition depending on how good they do regionally or locally and if they're vouched for and all this sort of stuff. You know, it's I'm not 100% on how it's going to work in the future. I just know how it works just now for the current, like Jordan Thacker, yeah, right. Alex yeah. Ducana, Sky Brown. I know how it works for them just now. Is that who it is? Is that, is that the yeah, five, five of them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're funded by, the. it's an aspiration fund, is that right? Yes. So they're kind of backed by that, but then anybody outside Skateboard GB has to get to a point by themselves. Is that that's kind of the deal? Yeah, so Skateboard GB, uh, are, they look after the, our Olympians. 
So those are our Olympians and uh, our tier one Olympians. Skateboard Olympians. Yes. (laughs) And they they get financial help from us to do the travel, accommodation, all the usual stuff you'd expect, maybe from a sponsor to help you out. You know, that's what happens for those guys to get them to uh, the competitions, to score the points, to get them into the Olympics for our best medal hopes because that's what it's all about, you know? This this is where it gets funny as well because Skateboard GB are fully aware that a lot of people how a lot of people feel about uh, Olympics and skating as a sport, but I mean, you, skating is a lifestyle, you know, it's a way of life. But there is a huge element of sport as well. If you look at the competitions that are going on, SLS, Street League, Jew Tour, all that stuff, you know, it's fully focused on competitions. It is a sport. So why not have it in the Olympics as well? I'm just inter- I'm interested in this, the, the Irish side of things too. Like, I mean, is it going to be really hard? Do you think for Ireland to get get their skate thing going with the Olympics? Uh, they're not. I don't think they're going to do it in time. They're not going to be in time. For, I'd be very surprised. Oh yeah, not for this one. For so sure. what, like, what, like, what criteria do they have to follow that gets them in? Like, what do they have to do? The team needs to have a governing body. Oh, so, you're you're not talking about just like the average what the average dude has to do. Like it has to be organised still. Yeah, yeah. Behind the scenes, we don't have a body yet yeah. to, to represent. I mean, this them. is the Olympics. Right, right, this right. Is, right. Yeah. This is the Olympics. It's not your usual competition at the corner. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. So it's all uh, official. All huge. All eyes on. All dots have to. All eyes have to be dotted. All T's have to be crossed. You know, it's one of those situations. But I mean, uh, yes, we were talking about it before. What does a young skater have to do? Yeah, they just have to get recognised, get noticed, get themselves into a competition that they could win points and score points. It's all about scoring mm. points. So if they can get into a competition that's an Olympic qualifying, uh, uh, you could earn points for gain uh, entrance into the Olympics. Do well in those competitions, score the points. And keep doing it, and you will get noticed by Skate GB quite easily. They'll pick up on it straight away. It's like, look at this guy; he's on the skate points. We get all the stats, we get everything, you know. And then that'll be like, uh, somebody getting contact. Who knows this guy? Get in yeah. contact on here, and then start a dialogue that way. And then say, look, are you interested? And then, then we have to do an assessment of the skater because obviously the skater has to be a, a good quality of representation as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get some mad mad dogs out there in the world. You don't need a mad dog <laughs> representing your country. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you see that? Did you see that? Um, is it when Zion Wright won the Jew Tour? He had a, like a sort of a speech, and it was he spoke so well, and like he's such a good ambassador. You know, he's just like I just want to have fun. I just want to ski, and like I get it. You know, like that's. Yeah, that's the sort of thing that's wanting they'll want to see at the Olympics and stuff. If you could do a five forty double grab opening track across that, <laughs> yeah. still enough like yeah, say whatever you want. Yeah. But like it is that as you say, you know, it's like it's having that sort of like being able to sort of conduct yourself as well, I suppose, professionally. Yeah. It, under under those lights, you know. Um yeah. but yeah, so like well skateboard and I then, you know, say we have a young promising skater are skateboard and I going to be able to like sort of um, nurture that talent That's a, that'd be part of our job as well that's part of our uh, our need our want we want to do that we want to nurture those skaters through we want to bring them make the best and then uh, we have these meetings with skate 
GB and we say, right, uh, who, what skaters do you recommend? Uh, who do you think we should be taking notice of? And that's where we introduce them to Skate GB or Skate GB might even pick up on beforehand because they're quite heavy on the old Instagram. They watch yeah. a lot of people that way as well. They've got a skate team manager who's all over that sort of stuff, you know. And it's just the start, man. You know, this is the first games. It's going to be like pretty interesting to see what happens. I'm interested to just see what the sort of uh, the sort of take up is afterwards. You know, generally, you know, mm. when we go out day to day. You know, last year we saw a lot of more. Yeah. Two weeks was it last week? No, it was two weeks ago. Went. It was nice and sunny or something, and I went for the drive first. Uh, went for the drive down to Conswater and then uh, back up again. And on that drive, I saw ten skaters. Ten skaters, all out. Single one. Uh, groups of two, three, and a, a couple of singles. All girls. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I saw. I was on the way to work on a mm-hmm. random Saturday, and I saw a kid at like seven a.m. On a skateboard going down a hill in your Nards. Wow. I was like, what the fuck? I, could, I, w- I wanted to get my phone out, but I was driving at the time. It was fucking hilarious. Couldn't believe yes, it. It's going to get even. I think there'll be, you know, there's going to be a, more of an uptake after this. So it's going to be yeah. pretty interesting. The uptake for girls skating is just rocketing just now. And it's just crazy the amount of girls that have got into skating. And it's yeah. like, if you think back to when I was younger, I could count on one hand the number yeah. of girls skaters I knew. And then even from the pro level, Carabeth, Elisa Steamer, and then I'm already running out of names, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, um, that's funny you mentioned that, we mentioned that actually, because we're about to add the first sort of female skater to Skateboard NI, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, and about time too. Yeah. Really, it's been a long time, uh, and it's it's just, the, it's probably now is the right time to do it because of the amount of girl skaters that are now needing representation. Absolutely. We should have had it before anyway, but now there is a massive influx of girl skaters. We need to have it. And hopefully, yeah, yeah. Olivia, what did Olivia say? Yes, yeah, she's she's done. <laughs> yeah, she's oh, done. Okay. <laughs> just, I just don't think we've done it. We just haven't done it officially, obviously, you know, but yes. uh, yeah, she's, she's done. Like she's working with like, yeah, she's doing the North side stuff. And then, um, they're all just they're 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 hustling all the time, man. They're like, they had a, I think they had a, a girl skate meet at the ramp house the other week, and yeah. that's right. I seen the video. Uh, they were in uh, Barnbridge. Yeah, they were the, they were started at Barnbridge and then they went to Bridges and then uh, ramp house. Yeah, I've seen that. It's cool. Like it's so good. Like you know, you go down to the park and it's just it now it's commonplace that there's always girls skating. I think it's yeah, it's, it's rad. It's cool. It's certainly balancing out. And then I watched the final of the, the girls on the Jew tour and the fuck ripping. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Rosa, Rosa at one. Uh, your woman Rosa won. Uh, she was amazing. I, I, don't, uh, I don't know about you, but I can't wait to, like, the, the goosebumps that we're going to get from finally seeing that one person from Ireland or Northern Ireland that we know on fucking TV in the Olympics. Like, I'm going to fucking love it. I know. But and the, I, the problem the problem is there. The pro- well, yeah, it's going to be. And, I, and no matter when it is, like in the future, it's like something I thought I would never see. And you know, it, even like when I see a picture of someone we know in a magazine, and I don't know, it get, you get goosebumps yeah. a little bit. Like you're like, oh fucking hell! It's like when you see like one of the. Yeah, it's like when you see. I remember seeing. Maybe it was. I don't know if it was Connor Lynn or it was maybe. Who was it? The fir- basically the first person I saw Tampa Am. You know, that was like, 
he was Irish and he saw the Ireland on it and yeah. it was like whoa like it, it's that sort of thing it's cool I think we all sort of get get hyped off it you know? yeah definitely definitely for sure can't wait it was Connor wasn't it it was Connor done Tampa Connor yeah Connor, he, I think he, he did it a couple Kate's of times of, yeah of, yeah Keith's yeah. done it a few times as well like has Kane not done it as well I Possibly, yeah, I don't know. Or Jart, he might have been over with Jart, but um, yeah, there's been a few representatives, like, but it would be really cool to see somebody get up to that stage, you know. And like, you know, like we said at the start of our conversation, you know, Skateboard and I came about 2010. Like, look at the amount of parks there were in 2010 compared to where there are now. Look at yeah. the amount of skateboarders that are coming up now. You know, I only had a conversation earlier today with uh, Mark Begging when we were out, and we were you know, slabbering about how we're jealous that skaters have come up with these parks, you know, and, and you know, that's the first generation of this. So when we get more parks and when there's more generations of skaters coming through, they're going to be bred on that stuff. And this, we're already seeing how good some yeah. of these younger ones are. And it's, I know. yeah, it's, and it's skateboard, yeah, and skateboard and I, like, it's there to encourage that and it's there to support that. So, yeah, I guess props to you, Poppy Man. <laughs> No, no, it's a team effort, son. Team effort. Yeah, no, props to you. And like a part of why I wanted to get you on here as well to have a chat. Like we should have had skateboard, the skateboard and I chat ages ago. I just don't think we thought we would make it this far. Um, but also, know. you know, like to get you, you know, to get you on. I think like for sort of younger listeners, you know, listening to this and stuff, it's like you, like you're a skater. You know what I mean? Um, like we're all skaters. But my point is like young skaters can do that it's just encouraging to see you organizing that stuff um what was my point yeah just if any no just is all skater driven yeah it's skater driven it's just like kind of maybe any of the irish guys down there or you know people who are thinking of organizing um stuff like guys like you are doing it you know what i mean and on a big level i have seen your mugshot on that skateboard gb website you know like it's bad so hopefully yeah. you know it, it just puts some encouragement out there and sort of inspires some people if they they need that if they're thinking yeah i want to you know get involved in that sort of shit hopefully because uh we're not getting any younger so we need the younger generation to come through <laughs> and uh, show a bit of uh, a bit of interest and uh, a bit of enthusiasm for it yeah know? we've added like a couple of people in the skateboard like olivia you know we're adding her in the skateboard and i and she's and then Mark, uh, and Mark is uh, now uh, just, he's done his, I think he's done it now, he's done uh, his coaching course. That was yeah, that's by. right. Yeah. Did each area appoint somebody to be, to get some coaching from Skateboard GB? Yeah, so Skateboard GB is setting up hubs. These hubs are going to be a focal point for teaching, coaching, developing skate skaters. And we needed uh, a represent. Uh, we needed somebody that you could suggest from our, our country that we think like that they would be a good skateboard GB trained coach. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this whole coaching program has been set up. It's all been done. I mean, there's quite a, a lot of coaching programs out there that people have done. I know uh, uh, the Paul. Is it Paul Sylvester? He done one in Glasgow. Uh, he was running one for years ago and. Uh, there's quite a few out there, but this is now the skate, uh, Sport England Skateboard GB official coaching one where you become uh, an accredited coach and you get benefits for being a coach 
and then you could train people officially and uh, it has like a stamp of approval and then there's uh, it's it's almost like a, uh, was it a quality control mark what do you call it a red yeah. tractor <laughs> yeah 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 well, he, Mark Lilly was the, the first guy that yeah, so he's he's been through it, and he, he like it's quite a heavy going course. You've got to go and do assessments and write uh, all this sort of stuff as well, you know. And it's it's proper done. And there's the first batch of people of uh, first batch of coaches have gone through it. And uh, I think um, yeah, Mark Mark's loving it. He's super keen. So that's it's a great asset to have him uh, in skateboard JB as well. And he's the first official Olympic coach for us shout out Billy you can use their, their public liability or something if you it's fantastic yeah I mean, like it covers the price, you yeah for the price of signing up to be uh, on their coach uh, to be a registered coach for those guys you get the liability insurance for yeah. coaching which is so cheap through them compared to going out and doing it yourself it's so absolutely expensive. so it's two like it's 200 pound 200 pound per person to do it if you want like on their website you know you can access this information and it's 200 pound per person to give you a year's membership it would cost you more to get public liability insurance alone regardless of you know this all that information you're going to get from the coaching like qualifications so that's yeah, a pretty good deal <laughs> it's an amazing deal it really is it's fantastic. And uh, what else? Well, yeah, the the sponsorship stuff is quite funny in the, this Skate GB. So they're sponsored, uh, they have sponsorships uh, from certain people, and one of them is a uh, peanut butter. <laughs> what? Can you read that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Pride spot supporters of Skateboard GB. That's insane. So they donate some of the proceeds to Skateboard yeah. GB. I've never heard of that brand. Nobody no, else. It, it, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, bye, jackpot. Bye, jackpot. Peanut butter is brilliant. I'm stoked, man. Thanks for thanks for coming on, though. Like honestly, like it's yeah. um, I just yeah, hope that people are people know a little bit more about skateboarding. Yeah. I know. Cool, man. Thanks for inviting me on and let, allowing me a platform to chat and let the next generation know what skateboarding is here for and to do for them. Yeah. <laughs> Send the deal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks again, Puppy, for that for that chat. Um, appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. And off the back of that, something we might kind of missed since we've talked to Puppy, they've started the dig at Newton Abbey, haven't they? Yeah, V thirty six is underway. Um, we talked about it there in detail in that in that um interview. But uh, yeah, since we spoke, the diggers are out and they're they're working away on that. So we're. I think that is it September or yeah, October. Yeah, it's, it's this year. It's in October and yeah. November. But people, people have been asking about this for ages, and you know the consultation went out for this almost two years ago. So people are kind of seeing that the you know the parks happening and they're wanting to contribute something. You know, unfortunately, you just kind of missed out on that. It, it it was a couple of years ago. So anyone that feels put out by not getting their word in about what they want in the skate park. Sorry, you know, you were too late. You know, the the park's on its way to getting started. Hopefully this time next year, there'll be a brand spanking new skate park in Belfast and we'll all be raving about it. 
Yeah, so before we get into our questions and uh, on our final useless wooden questions segment, uh, we've got a new competition to announce for you. Uh, we're really, really, well, we're stoked about it. Yeah. Like it is, it's amazing. Like we got a, so yeah, full disclosure, we got a DM on Instagram from a guy called Chris Reynolds. So shout out Chris. Yeah. Um, so basically Chris, Chris has two, uh, two sons and they've got into skateboarding recently and it got him to sort of pick up his skateboard again after many years and he was really taken back by how welcomed he was and his sons were by the the skateboard community you know it, here in Belfast really specifically but um yeah he was really taken back by that and he wanted to do something about it so he reached out to us he found out about our podcast reached out to us and um, he's got in touch with Solo, so who we mentioned earlier in the show. And um, there's going to be, yeah, a voucher up for grabs for Solo. So, yeah, Chris has, um, Chris has put up a £100 uh, Solo voucher for you guys to win, which is absolutely amazing. Yeah. And, like, yeah, like we can't thank you enough. And um, we're honoured to be able to sort of um, bridge, bridge that gap for you and really sort of, like, stoke somebody else out you know so yeah thanks so much to chris and thanks to chris at solo as well for for help us helping us out with this as well because um yeah i was i was talking to chris and basically whoever wins this there'll be a a, a code generated for them so that um it can be it can, you can buy online so we, we this this competition will be open to, to everybody so if you're down in the south there's free shipping and, and all that crack so don't worry about it. So yeah, thanks to Chris. Um, so yeah, what do you do? You want to talk about the details of the comp? Well, f- first off, I'd like to thank uh, our friend Chris Reynolds because you know it's almost a heartwarming story to hear that people were nice to him in the skate community in Belfast. So you know, thanks the bigger community, and you know, thanks Chris for the contribution. Um, we we wanted to keep it for for the the comp itself. We wanted to keep it like positive. You know, Chris had had a positive. Uh, vibe from all the folk that he was skating with so we, we wanted to bring something like that so we want a, a feel good clip on Instagram with the hashtag uh, Yoon Solo so that's hashtag U-W-N-S-O-L-E-L-O and we need those in before the 31st of July so that it could be you skating you falling off your skateboard you you know, throwing your skateboard across a football pitch, that kind of thing. So anything skate skate related. Yeah, we want to keep it open to all abilities, you know. So, yeah, hashtag your clip and whatever you're hyped on, hopefully we'll be hyped on too. And whatever one we think we're hyped on the most, we'll just be like, yeah, there you go. So don't, guys, don't hold back, you know. And, And don't feel like you have to be jumping down the biggest set of stairs or doing the most technical trick on the planet. You know, just anything that... We like the look off. We're gonna say, yeah, that that person's putting their heart and soul into it, and we want to give them a, a little bonus for their skating. Yeah, yeah. So that's Yoon Solo. Yoon. When he when when you say Yoon, you mean U W N. That's exactly what I mean. That's <laughs> hashtag U W N S O L E L O, and that's a one hundred pounds voucher. Yeah. And there's a sale on at the moment, so I mean that hundred pounds might stretch to like a hundred and. 20 pounds right uh yeah before we get into the questions here guys we've got our second 
uh, useless wooden question segment and right now we have Olivia Lilly for you. Let's go. Boom. Useless wooden questions. What is your name and where are you from? What's up? I'm Olivia Lilly and I'm from North Belfast. What's your go-to spot? Um, probably our local park bridges, but street-wise it would be waterfront or the big fish, or custom. What is your go-to trick? My go-to trick is definitely a no-comply tail slide on the bookshelf at bridges. Um, they're so fun. Who is your favorite current Irish skateboarder, and why, why, why? My current fave is probably we Aiden. Um, I actually, I don't know his second name, funnily enough, but he goes by Aiden underscore Cobb on Instagram. Uh, he just has all the talent and kills it. Who is your favorite all-time Irish skateboarder? My all-time fave has to be Mama Coplin, otherwise known as Super Tramplex on Instagram. Uh, he just has the best style and is so consistent. I could watch him all day, every day, and I would be so, so happy. What is your current setup? I'm currently skating a size 8 Na Dublin rain or shine board. Uh, shout out the Na Dublin boys. I have 149 Indie trucks. And I'm not actually sure what my wheels are, but I got them in Loco, that's how old they are. <laughs> but I know they're a Brazilian brand. And I'm pretty sure my bearings are just fucking Spitfires or some shit. I don't even know. But uh, I am kind of into doing grip art at the minute, so I'm wrapping the banana Nutella toast grip right now. <laughs> if you know, you know. Tell us about your first setup. Uh, my first first setup was given to me by my cousin, and it was this big shaped cruiser deck with <laughs> with this massive hunk of plastic on the tail. Um, I'm assuming to help me tail stop, but it was honestly so pointless. <laughs> but that ended up getting stolen out of my front garden, so I didn't skate a few for a few years until I was 13, and I asked my dad if he could buy me a skateboard. Um, so my first proper setup was an enough complete board from Loco, which was sold to me by the one and only Valente. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about Irish skating? Uh, the best thing about the scene, in my opinion, is how fast the girl scene is growing. Um, when I started going to Bridges, it was really just me, so it, it, it just warms my heart that I am seeing more and more girls starting to skate. Useless Wooden Noise thanks you for your answers. Any final shoutouts or messages to the Irish skateboard masses? I first want to shout out the Na Dublin boys, uh, Dylan and Aaron. Um, I love those guys and it's a dream come true to be on the team. I also want to shout out um, some of the girls, uh, Maeve Brawley, who has been absolutely killing it lately. Her progress is just so sick to watch. And of course all the other girls, Katie, Grace, Hannah, Lena and all the skatebirds. Uh, big, big love to you guys. Um, lastly, I just want to plug my wee Instagram page uh, at Northside Skate. It's spelled N O R F S I D E S K A T. 
um, which I started just to showcase the female and LGBTQ plus scene in the north. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. Thank you so, so much, guys, for having me. Um, and to all the skaters listening, big love to you guys. Um, and keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, peace out. Bye. Useless wooden questions. Hi. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I'm so stoked on that. Yeah, no, that was Olivia, good. That was hard woman. Olivia's the best. Yeah, she is. And um, it's amazing that we're, like, as of recording, you know, she's organized that Northside Jam that's happening right now. You know, it's cool to see yeah. that really take off. Northside Skate really take off. Yeah. Where, and, yeah, she puts a lot of work into that. So, shout out. Go and support that. Yeah, thanks again. Thanks again to both Olivia and Flanders for, for answering those questions. Um, we're always looking for people to to answer um, the uses wooden questions. Um, I think we actually we should probably update them. You know, I feel like we've we've had that batch of questions now, a few months, so good few months now. So I think it's time we'll maybe update them. But uh, yeah, we're always looking for more skaters to um, to answer the questions for us. So if you're up for it, hit us up and we'll hook you up. And um, yeah, and we'll 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 listen in. Uh, thanks to those guys for putting in the work and uh, replying to the questions there. Yeah, it's always fun. It's always good. I always like those. I always like the set. The setup chat's always cool. You know, uh, somebody get Olivia new wheels. She, her <laughs> wheels. She's had her wheels since Loco was still open. For anybody who doesn't know, Loco was the shop in Belfast for many, many years. Yeah. And I think it closed in like two thousand and eighteen. Yeah. So that's a very old age of set of wheels there. That's some some old wheels you got. Maybe if Olivia puts in a clip for the competition she might oh. she can buy some wheels oh, from solo oh shit now we're talking <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna we do you want to get into some questions yeah so we got questions question time up. we need a wee jingle for that <laughs> somebody make us a jingle right so i've got one that isn't from the insta lot but it was a an insta dm so from the go away skateboard association it's not a straight up question but here we go anyway. Uh, what would happen if skateboarding was recognised as a sport in Ireland? By sports Ireland, I want to start to push the idea that if skateboarding was a sport, insurance would be cheaper, making indoor skate park viable. I'm going to say I know nothing about, you know, insurance for skate parks and stuff. We can have a wee theoretical chat though, can't we? No, we can, <laughs> we can theoretically chat all day. It would it would be beneficial, you know, in, in some ways. Um, I love the idea of, you know, skate parks being what it, kind of more. Uh, do you know like the way there's just football pitches everywhere? Yeah, I, I just you yeah, know to get no, skateboarding on on that level and and not even like outdoor like I mean indoor spaces because of our weather is so it's like, you know there's you putting up all these parks great but like we need indoors we need indoor spots. But they, you know even like I think maybe even getting people to think about not building skate parks build skate spots like it doesn't have to be a skate park you know what i mean yeah. like build something smaller we can make you can almost make more use think of your local park do you skate every single obstacle probably not some dudes yeah there's guys out there that rip everything up but the likes of me you know i go to most of the parks that i skate and I'll skate a mani pad, a flat bank, and a ledge. You know what I mean? I'm not hitting 
hitting up bulls and fucking I don't know rainbow rails and you know all that shit so build spots as well you know that's another way of thinking about it I've gone off on a tangent here what the fuck what are we talking about (laughs) (laughs) about insurance and indoor skate parks yeah it would it would be good I think yeah it would be it would be beneficial to skateboarding if it was recognised you know and it probably will be soon you know once the Olympics kicks off I I wonder how it is within the insurance industry recognised at the moment you know if you go to somewhere and say you're going to build a skate park how does that how does that sit with, say, you were going to build an indoor, you know, a five-a-side pitch and you had to go to get insurance? You know, what would be the big difference? And I have no idea what the answer to that question is, but I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, or would it be similar? I would say that there's a difference between, you know, like council insurance, you know, that's that's for the public. And then there's 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 like... Like private for Con- people council parks and then private parks, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, I don't think if if skateboarding was recognised in Ireland as a sport, I don't think it would really change uh, the insurance for a private park. Yeah, I, I don't personally. Know. I don't think it would. Ch- I don't. But I, you know, what my original sort of stupid tangent was getting at was like, you know, if it was recognised as sport Ireland as a sport. We might then have more indoor spots, indoor parks, etc., yeah. etc. Et That's only good for us, like, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So sorry about sorry about that. Yeah, but, um, it's, it's kind of it's not really a straightforward answer for that one. You know, obviously we want more indoor facilities in the country, yeah. and we want the right people to know yeah. that we want those, but. Yeah. Well, you know. Galway Skateboard Association hit us up. We want to get a chat with you about Millennium Park yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, those, those guys are ma- making things happen, and yeah, they're not getting much recognition. I don't think so. Shout yeah. outs and thanks for the question, even if we yeah. didn't answer it in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, we've had we've had Kev K Devro ninety three asks hype that Jamie Griffin will be in in the Battle of the Barracks twelve odds on him winning, so. Yeah, are you a betting man? One, he's got a one in sixty-four chance, I suppose. Is that, um, yeah. That's that's the odds on him winning. But um, I mean, I actually don't. I'm sure some of them other influencers and stuff. They've got some mad yeah. flat ground. Yeah. You've also got icons in there. There, there is an icon section. So you've got like the guy Seva or whatever's got that mad. Is he in it too? Five forty flips. Yeah, he's in it, and Shane O'Neill's in it. And, oh really? Yeah. Sick. So they've got so. You know he's up again. I'd I'd say he'd be up there though, man. Like I mean, if he's consistent with some of them crazy sort of late flip tricks and stuff he's got, I, I mean, yeah, he's up there. Do you think there'd be subtitles <laughs> for that for that Donegal accent? Yeah, quite possibly. I also think though that accent. You know, if I'm an American, if I have an American skate brand, I might be going, hey. Who get this Irish guy on the team? <laughs> Nobody can understand you know? what he's saying, but fuck me, he but can. But hey, we've got the Irish guy. He, now, he can rip. You know? <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know, man. I I hope he's got a good chance. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever you want to say there. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll we'll all stay tuned, and we'll be rooting for uh, Jamie. Yeah. Owen McCormack on Insta, anyone remember the days of 38mm wheels? 
And do you think we'll ever get back there? I don't, because that was just like the tail end of my my skateboarding. I think my, my waves were around early 40s whenever I started skating, or mid-40s. I mean, I started like start of century, so, you know, 2000-ish. Yeah, and mine. A bit before, oh, and it was like... Yeah, I think we, we both kind of missed that a little missed bit. Missed it. But like the, the 38, you know, the small wheel, there is a niche for the small wheels thing. Like there's that brand, um, Bordy Cakes, I think they're called. And they produce small wheels. Because I have, I've so I don't know if some of you guys might know, I have like an old school setup, which is like an 80s shape board with like large wheels. So I've got like 60 mil wheels on it. But I've also got this sort of nineties board what? that I want. I didn't even know about the nineties board. Yeah, I've got a I've got a reissue of a Rudy Johnson board, you know, the the helmet one. Um so I wanted to put small wheels on that one. Yeah. And I was doing a bit of research and there is a company, Boardy Cakes, and they do small wheels. So they kinda are they're about, like you can get them if you want. So I wouldn't say I d I don't think like the, I don't think the industry would go back there. Like yeah. from what I hear, like somebody was telling me recently, like I think it was Cater is a Cater skates like fifty eights or something. Like guys are skating like bigger wheels at the minute. Um I don't know why, but I'm happy with nice. I'm happy with fifty four or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'm like fifty three, fifty four, you yeah. know. Um but yeah, I who knows? I mean a skateboarding skateboarding just it's waves isn't it mm. you know trends come and go and it could come back around but yeah check out boardy cakes if you want to see if you want to get some small wheels <laughs> i was also asking the skateboard ni guys about wheels in research for researching that board and um i, was, I remember Poppy saying that he they had a mate who used to lay wheels down <laughs> for them so that he could get the wheels smaller i think he said they got them down to like just under 30 or something like something ridiculous you know your board's near like fucking be- touching the ground yeah yeah be- bearing covers yeah. as they say yeah right cheers owen uh michael mcmaster's been on what's the next big irish skater comp slash tour like van city king of the crack uh, i'd love to see a new one yeah for sure the next big Irish skate tour, the comp. I mean, well, has Irish skate of the year is always happening, but it's not really a tour. Yeah. You know, in terms of tours, like, I mean, there hasn't been anything since Van City, is that right? Yeah, pretty much. So maybe I mean you've got Jay Dorge is back on Instagram posting a lot, so I I mean I would I wouldn't put it past them to maybe start to try to organize that again. I, but I'm well. Who knows? I'm, well, not this year. I'm not down, but I'll be down in the future to get in on a fucking Van City style tour of a few parks or whatever over a long weekend, something like that. Yeah, man. Think of like think of how many more spots you could hit now as well. Like when Van City happened, you know there was like half less than half of what the parks there are now. Yeah. You know? Easily, yeah, big like, time. It's crazy, you know. You, where did you go? Grace, Greystone, Gory, Gory, Bushy, uh, Waterford, Cork, maybe. There was a couple of those, so, and they all get get mixed into one big. So I don't know which was from which tour. If you know what I mean, there was two grand cities, wasn't there? Yeah, definitely, definitely need need another one to happen for sure. Right, so young Farad, James Ferris. Best things to do to keep you busy when injured. Uh, what have you done? Well, 
I remember when I broke my elbow, I just like I played loads of computer games <laughs> and uh, and that was really man. I couldn't really do much else like a bit of reading and stuff. Yeah. Because it was my it was my painting arm. You know what I mean. So I couldn't actually work. Oh shit. It was kind of a scary time to be honest. But if there's anybody out there who's self-employed and some you know bad things can and do happen and you will get through them <laughs> uh like i've you know that was the worst thing that could happen like breaking my fucking elbow you know yeah but i can't remember i remember i played i completed zelda breath of the wild that was worthwhile things yeah but i can't i watched loads of skate videos like but for i don't know i mean i know james has that gnarly foot injury at the minute um and yeah, I hope I hope he's doing good. Yeah. But uh, um, I don't know. I'm like, I mean, start thinking about maybe skate shit you want to do. You know, start a company. I'm. I'm. The last time I was injured, I made a skateboard video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was this from your knee injury? Yeah, from your the not the new monkey bird video. So I th- I, th- I can't remember if I'd injured it and I was still filming, or I'd injured it and then I continued the filming but yeah it was all about that period but it's all different you know find find something worthwhile and good for your creative itches itches yeah yeah scratch them creative uh, itches not necess- do whatever not you... necessarily skateboard related you know yeah yeah for sure but yeah get get well soon james get well soon jimbo stoked to see his footage and solo video yeah yeah the half the half length yeah the half length fed coming soon uh carl carl's been on uh he's asked uh, can anything stinking if done right look good and then he's asked for the five most stinking tricks as well there was a time when varial flips were were like a no-go but the, the, that was but the, i think I, that, I think you can get but that was good looking that was like flips. in the media a no-go between friends it was okay but it was like something that people have built up to say, you know, this is a shit trick, don't do it. But I don't think it, I never thought that it was. If you know what I mean. I was, I, I, I started skateboarding and was told you don't do this trick, basically. Yeah. But, so, so five most stinking tricks from Tony. Go. Well, the first one that comes into my head is any of, any sort of like, shove it body varial. <laughs> I fucking... I agree. When your board goes one way and you go the other, yeah, like um, kick flip, kick flip backside board slides, they can go in the bin. I don't mind that. <laughs> nah, it just doesn't look right. Um, I mean, people would throw out Benny Hanna's, wouldn't they? Yeah, I know there's something about it, but at the same time, it's done so rarely that when you see one, you're like, oh, Benny. Other stinking tricks. Um, I'm not a fan of double flips. I'm afraid. Um, any any more than one flip turn I'm flipping the channel you know I'm like I just you know the board's flipped that's okay yeah. even I would go as far as even I wouldn't go past a 360 shove I wouldn't I don't really care much for 540s you know the only yeah. 540s I want to see is if your body if you're rotating 540 yeah. I'm down I'm there but you're on a ramp I mean just just let the board that's 360 just keep it simple I hear a fucking I don't know why. I hate it when someone does a half cab crook and comes out fakey again, or a or a, a the. But if but if they hold it, 
It looks good. Right? I don't know. I can't. I don't, yeah, I like it when they come out straight, but I just don't like it when you come back fake. Same with the, the nolly fair. You know, when you do a nolly one of these switch yeah, groups switch and you come out regular again, you've got to come out mm. switch for me. I don't, maybe that's just me being picky. What else? I hate when you get too tech. Like, I saw a clip of someone doing backside big spin heel flip. Mm-hmm. Now, if you can think of what that would look like, it's a bit stinky. Like, Back, like a what, like a one of them mad inward heel flip. Yeah, things? yeah. So like an inward inward heel yeah, flip like, revert almost. Yeah, yeah. Not not into that myself. Like not a fan. Um, and and that that fucking when someone does like a shove it and then turns their body the opposite way. Jesus Christ. That's the that's the trick whenever a drunk person like sees you in the street and that's what that's the trick they try to do, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I think Neil. I think Friday night Neil pointed that out to me, and it's so true. Before landing two feet in the middle of the board and doing a, a fucking backflip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we sort of tried to answer that one, didn't we? It's it's a hard one. Yeah. I just I I'm being I'm being overly diplomatic and cautious, yeah. but I think we're giving you a few there. Yeah, yeah. Uneducated one on Instagram took me a fucking hot second to figure out how to read that. I was going in deck duck. Right, on it <laughs> uneducated one. Uh what about skateboarding is fun for you? So I mean this could go anywhere, can't it? Yeah. Well, for me, like I don't know, like la- like getting learning recently, you know, learning a new trick, like landing a new trick is pretty mind blowing. Yeah, and it's a, it, that's a weird one because you can go skating on your own and learn a new, new do a new trick and be like so stoked for yourself, but no one to share the stoke with. Yeah, but yeah, do you want to talk about your back backside blunt slides? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was stoked. I was so stoked on that. That was the first. <laughs> but that must have felt that must have felt good, right? Yeah, it did. I went skateboarding by myself yesterday and did a backside blunt slide for the first time. It's just finding the right obstacle. I find like certain tricks will work on a certain obstacle. So if you find the right obstacle to learn on. So this was like a, a ledge with like a proper rounded off edge, so it was less scary for me. But yeah, so it's, I, I don't know, anything, so many things that are fun about skateboarding, like learning a new trick, meeting up with the crew, uh, talking shit with the crew, and doing like, you know, 90% shit talk, 10% skateboarding, that kind of thing. But it, and, and filming, obviously, for me as well. There's so many things yeah. actually thinking about it now, I feel like I've... Yeah, there's quite a lot, really. I mean, a trip... Skate trips are like the one of the best yeah. things about skateboarding. And, 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 yeah, you'll be talking about a skate trip for fucking years as well. Yep. And uh, like, do you do you know like in a, like for me whenever you're skating with like a few people and everybody's kind of in the zone. Yeah. Like, that's always kind of like you're or and I mean or actually it it happens kind of like I think at skate parks whenever there's just a little buzz and like everybody's just fucking killing it. Yeah. And there's just a really good energy about the place. I think that's really fun too. And it just encourages everybody and, yeah, it gets everyone hyped. Yeah. Uh, Sean Devine has been on. Is that the Sean in Letterkenny? If so, he absolutely fucking rips. Yeah, I noticed that in the um, last few weeks. Hard flip back till big spin. Jeepers. Um, how to get recognised in the skating community? I mean, do you mean this globally or locally or do you do your do your thing locally 
Yeah, you know just what I mean? do you. Don't worry about it. Like Do your thing locally, and when the time is right. <laughs> I mean, I think Sean is recognised. I mean, I know who this... I mean, I'm pretty sure it is this guy, like, but, you know... He is. I think he's recognized, but he might be. He might be asking for a friend. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't worry about it too much, man. Unless you really want it to be your job or something. If that's what the question's about. Um. You know. I again, I probably can't answer for that either, because <laughs> I'm not recognized. I mean, we we get questions and we don't necessarily know the answers, but it's just our simple little opinions on them, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just do you, man. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah. Um, about, about everything um stiller 420 yo danny um how long does it take how long does an edit take most filmers and producers so i suppose that's a very that varies doesn't it i feel like you're, it, the, you're the man to answer I that i think it feel like it takes me way longer than it should it's all about getting out and getting skating in the streets like and i'm fucking working my shitty job dreaming about being out in the streets <laughs> Yeah, different. I suppose you know you got the you know the industry filmers who are under more pressure and tighter deadlines and stuff. And then you're also if you're working with pro skaters, you might they might get tricks a lot quicker. But um, I think product projects, video projects, um, vary. You know, you, at the minute we talked about the solo video there and and Pete's filming that, and you know I'm sure the project his the project time on that is different. Yeah. You know? somebody else's you know project maybe they're putting out a full length as opposed to a half length um <laughs> and yeah so i think it varies yeah yeah uh so ross ross empty murphy uh, uh best beginner friendly spots to learn transition i'm a new skater thanks lockdown and i'm trying to learn axle stalls in the bridges bowl is this an ideal love your stuff uh, thanks Ross yeah cheers Ross um, easy transition to skate I don't think we're the best to, uh, to answer this question but um, the Thunder the Thunder Park mini ramp is and then and then the ramp house as well the yeah. ramp house has like a two foot mini or a two foot quarter uh, actually no it does have a it's got the the beginner little course which is like a, I think it even has a spine now I haven't been in donkeys yeah, They've got the little tiny section, so you can kind of start to, you know, it's funny because I'm trying to learn. I'm, I've been skating twenty over twenty years, and I'm trying to learn transition. Um, Tony's seeing into the future and realizing his legs aren't going to work forever, so he's going to try and <laughs> try and hold them mini ramp skills. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to fail, but uh, yeah, the the cumber. I think the cumber mini ramp's good. No, it is like four or five foot. I think it's five foot. But um, yeah, like Thunder Park has a three or four foot uh, mini ramp, a really big one, and Ramp House has. Um, and we're talking in the north here. He's mentioned Bull, so uh, Bridges Bull, so yeah, he must be in the north. Um, Icaric has small quarters, but that that back quarter is quite whippy. I'm not gonna lie, I quite like the the quarter the pipe one? at the driving range. Yeah, back, yeah, you know, it's the, pretty mellow. Yeah, yeah the back sure. quarter pipe, and then and as you said, the the ramp house as well. Like the the little quarter pipe, it's tiny, but it's up high, it's up on the raised bit, and it's it's good for learning tricks on. Like I find. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, good luck. Uh, keep us, uh, keep us posted on your access stalls. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Ross. Um, Brownie, shout out Brownie, Adam Brown. 
the five five o curb master. I'm pretty sure we'll tackle this one before, but go ahead. Best trick downs and dance. There's been a few hits recently. I reckon that's maybe why Brownie's asking this. People have been stepping to it. Um, I think if, uh, <clears throat> as we mentioned in the past, the solo video, if you keep your eyes on that, you'll see something going down there. The, yeah, there was a cannonball <laughs> recently, wasn't there? That was fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, that rem- I might have talked about this already from years ago. There was... <laughs> There was a jam at St Anne's or something, or I don't know if it was a jam, or I was just there filming randomly one day. But Ryan Madden was mad for it, and he was just had his board. He was wearing like purple skin tight trousers, white t shirt, running full pelt, and then just jumped straight onto the board, you know, in mid air, and just smashed to death on the bottom. Like a caveman sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, full caveman. But the commitment was there. Like he was committed to putting his feet on the board. So <laughs> big, big ups, Ryan. Wow. Um, best trick to go down to dance? I don't know, I mean. Many. Many tricks. There were all the ones at the jam stick out to me. The Liverpool guy, Smith Grind St. Dance. I've forgotten his name. Charlie Birch. Oh yeah, Char Charlie, yeah, that was pretty pretty good. But like or you know, those jam ones like John Welsh's three sixty boneless or would be yeah. a 360 yeah, yeah, you well, know that that for me it was really a sticks out I don't th- did he skate up to it was like it a caveman I think he skated up and then popped off his board so it was like a 360 boneless we need to check he might have done both you know might've I don't done. think he ran up to it or, I, he did no because I, I, to I get think the, he ran and jumped over the handrail and just destroyed himself loads. Oh no, fuck. There's a 360... There was a 360 caveman, right? No, that was a... Or 360 that, No, bonus. that was at the waterfront. My bad. Yeah. yeah right. Now we're... Right. Yeah, that's it. Now... Yeah, but that... The trick John Wells got down it. That was... Yeah, it was like a big caveman, wasn't it? Yeah. Because he slams yeah, yeah, and yeah. he does yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. At the wild in the streets, but... But that there, one's... Yeah, I, like I was going to say, there's something about the hype that day. So yeah, like yeah, exactly. Maybe the, the trick... The yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. So, the, so the, the the energy of the session definitely elevated the the, yeah. the trick and the the stakes there. So you know, yeah, it's a uh, personal preference. I feel like we never really answer any of the fucking questions. That was fine. <laughs> we throw in our two cents. But right? that one's my favorite. I mean, I always like the Connor's like feeble as well. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, only. Do you know what I said? I said dance fifty fifties in the past. Yeah, dance fifty. Dan had them shits on lock. He could say yeah, yeah. he could be we could oh. we could be sitting down on the ledge and Dan could go look up there a second and then we'd be looking up there and watch Dan fifty fifty the real and the, the, that's that pretty, that literally happened. That's crazy. That is crazy because that is a big ass real. Yeah. Connor's Connor's flip over the real. I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. I've got. That's pretty. I, I ha- that's I have pretty the, serious. The best photo of that. Really. It's it's like who a, shot it? I think Stu. It's like a random photo from up on the top of the stairs and you can just see Clint in the air doing the kickflip and you can see all the people on the ground. I'll try and hook oh, it out. Ro- yeah, remind me remind me to hook that yeah. one out. Yeah, so last question here we've got from Shane San Augustine and he asks us uh, favourite sketches growing up? So I went through many phases of random sketches and I bought a lot of iPad shoes. I kind of... Think I thought it was gonna be a raster or something. Like that. I that's what before I actually knew you and I just knew of like the Monkey Bird crew and like knew who you were. I always knew of you for the iPads. Oh, you Jesus. were always skating iPads and like mad hats. 
I, ran. I bought some Mad Hats, you guys. Yeah, well, did the, did the Mad Hats look a bit like, uh, hold on. There he is. Wow, that's a flashback. It doesn't seem right without your hair, though. Yeah, I know. But that's the hat, indeed. Hippie's wearing his knitted... Um, I don't even know what you call that style of hat. A knitted pink beanie. Yeah. And it's all fucking shapes. Kind of oversized as well, like a slouchy beanie. Yeah, so, you know, when you're of that age and you don't really know where you are in your life and you're just, like, following everything <laughs> you can find. So I, I sort of latched onto that for a wee bit and I, I wore eye pass shoes for years. Yeah, and you obviously enjoyed skating them, though. Yeah, I did. Uh, but, uh, well, it was just more the influence of seeing the people that were on the team and I was like, these guys are the yeah. shit. Yeah. I just saw Kenny Reid skate and I was like, fucking hell, that's... I want to be like that, and then you know. Yeah, it's funny. Like my probably the mo- the shoes I skated the most growing up were kingpins or the kingpin etnies. You know, with Connor being on etnies, pretty heavy. Yeah. Like I always skated uh, etnies for a long time. So etnies, and then like I was a real big fan, a big fan of the uh, Lakai Manchester. But this, you know, yeah, that was when I could kind of start buying my own skate shoes like when I was a kid like it was just whatever and they were expensive then too weren't they yeah like when I was a kid like I got like the first sort of skate shoes I got were like DC team editions and then like couldn't really afford skate shoes so I was getting like stuff from like Dunn's you know like the Dunn's skate shoes yeah and stuff like in or Apache Apache did like 3120s that were pretty affordable because I couldn't get what's 3120 a brand? Bezo. It was Bezo. Thirty-one oh, Bezo twenty. Bezo rings a bell. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, they just—they were just like big puffy shoes, yeah. you know. But they definitely. But so the, I'm saying all that because what I'm getting at is like, there were shoes I probably wanted to skate whenever I started skating, but I couldn't really get them. You know, like the fancy circus or fucking ass and stuff. So I never had them. And then like whenever I could start buying my own skate shoes, it was kind of like. I would just get kind of like base model etnies, which I skated a lot, and everybody was kind of skating them. Like tan etnies was like a big thing in like the sort of early to mid two thousand mid two thousands, and then like coming out of that, definitely Lakai Manchester. I was kind of rinsing that for a long time, and then the Janoskis came along, and I probably skated Janoskis for a bit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but probably the Lakai Manchester for me. I think uh, I kind of just. Not necessarily back in the day, but more now. I like I just find yeah. a shoe that I or a brand that I like, and I just you know run at the death kind of thing. Buy like a whole load of the same similar kind of shoes in a row, and then come back to it, which is what I what did. Shoes you, what shoes are you skating at the minute? At the moment, I'm on the Nikes. I've, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm on the second pair of Alley Oops. Yeah. So I got a pair of those. Not, not necessarily done thing. I'm. I saw a pair of fucking Tiago uh, New Balance colorways. The full, ten tens. The full white ones, are they? Yes, ten tens. They're, they're sick. Yeah, they're I sick. saw like, some geezers getting in them. I thought maybe if I can get a pair of those, I'll be able to do kickflip backs and those blunts too. So. <laughs> switch back tails. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah, man. Well, you know, you did the back back blunts there yesterday. Fuck. Well, Sky's the limit. We'll, we'll see. You'd be flipping into them. Flipping. <laughs> That would flip, be, actually, that would be a stinking trick, wouldn't it? What, a flip blunt? Flip backside blunt? Yeah, it's not not great. Yeah. Anyway, I think we've, we've reached the, the 
the thrilling end to this episode. Yeah. The, the climax. Yeah. The shoe skit shoe talk climax. It was uh it was great. But it, shout out to shout out to Beads for not sending through a, a voice note this month. Yeah, guess sometimes the long time fan, long time listener status has to be sent on to someone else. So if you think <laughs> you fit the criteria the beads is to fill, you know, give us a shout. Yeah, we need new beads. Yeah. Thanks to uh yeah, thanks thanks again to to Poppy um for 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 the interview and for the chat. Uh, and thanks to the useless wooden noise or the useless wooden questions answerers this episode as well, Olivia and Flanders. Um, we got anything else we need to plug before we go? I was just go chat in the forum, guys. Come and have a chat. Yeah, yeah, we've got this forum going. It's <laughs> it's it's kind of lonely at the moment. So I don't know. Go on there and tell Tony how stupid he looks, or you know, yeah, how big yeah. my feet are, that kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. So, so jump on on there. We want we'll take Amazon at the moment. Is there anything else? Hashtag U W N S O L E L O. So hashtag Yun Solo. Feel good clips. Hundred quid. Boom. Thank you. See you. Yeah. See you next time. Yeah. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Useless wood.